Let's just take a moment and pray. Father, we're so grateful to be able to be with you right now. Lord, we ask that you would quiet things around us so that we can receive all that you want to speak and do, that your word would come forth into our hearts and radically change us. Lord, we know you meet us as we offer worship and praise to you, that you meet us in your word. And Lord, we ask that you'll continue to meet us right where we are right now. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we have began a sermon series last week on the five habits of every disciple. And it's important for us as disciples to understand these habits and how they'll transform us in our journey with the Lord. And the habits are connect, pray, serve, give, and share. And that we have to get hold of what these habits mean and begin to apply them in our life. And today we're going to look at prayer as that habit, how important it is. And a habit is this. It's simply how we behave. That's what our habits are. It's how we behave. Our habits will determine our outcome in life. So how we behave is that habit, and that habit's going to determine our outcome in life. Both either good or bad, doesn't matter. It still will determine what it is. And bad habits come easily. They come without effort. It's, it's easy to eat junk food, but it takes effort to eat healthy. It's, it's easy to spend money, but it takes effort to save it. It's easy, to, uh, it, it's easy to not work out or do anything physical in my life, and it takes effort to actually exercise, to do those things. It just seems that, that, that bad habits come real easily. And to apply a change of a new habit, it'll take some effort. And to make that change, what we have to do, if we're beginning to make that change, we have to create what would be this new habit in our life. And it's even greater in our spiritual walk, how we have to change uh, those habits that we may not even have yet or, or put in those new habits in our spiritual journey. And it's easy for us maybe to know God, but it takes effort to build a relationship with him. And there's three things that we need to do to begin to create these new habits. First thing is simple. Second thing, it has to be daily. And third thing is it's with accountability, that you have to be accountable. And if we begin to look at creating a new spiritual habit in our life, how can I keep it simple? How can I do it daily? And how can I do it with accountability? How can I connect with someone else as I'm beginning these new habits? And last week, we looked at the connect habit and that we're reminded that Jesus gave up his life for us. And he gave up his life for us so that we can have this relationship with him, that we can connect with him, that we would not only just connect with him as a result of what he's done for us, for our forgiving us of our sins and bringing us to this everlasting connection and relationship with him, but also that we would connect with others. And we would connect with others uh, with the same importance as if we're connecting with him, that the two are the same. And that's that connection habit and how important that is for us. And we connect in various ways spiritually or, or how we grow in the church. And we connect with what we're doing right now, that, that we're, we're showing up and we're participating in this service and we're online and we're connecting in this moment so that we can come together and gather together. But there's other ways that it's important for us to connect 
maybe joining a community in Christ that you can begin to connect within that small group, both with God and with others. And there's that accountability part. We begin to grow or joining a pathway to discipleship group, whether you start with an alpha course or a beta course to find out who we are and what we believe or gamma to discover your spiritual gifts. But that's how we also do it with others. Or maybe I, I get involved with overcomers and I, I need to be there or grief share or one of those ways or one of those places that we can connect ourselves because Christianity is lived out within a community and we have fellowship with God and we have fellowship with one another. And the habit of prayer is essential to that relationship with God, that connection with God. And we can't call ourselves a Christian, a Christ follower, a disciple, if we don't pray. It's like saying, I'm a musician and I've never picked up an instrument. Or I'm an author and I've never written anything down. Or I'm an athlete and I've never exercised. The essence of prayer is being in communion with God. It's, it's the how and the where we discover that right relationship with God. And if the greatest commandment is to love God, the place that we'll discover that love is a place of prayer. It's where we'll discover who he is in our life. 1 Corinthians 1.9 says, God is faithful by whom you were called into fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. That God is faithful to us. And Paul's statement that God is faithful was a reminder to the other gods that they worship, particularly Greek gods. And what he's saying is our God is faithful. Those other gods, they're fickle, they're undependable, they're, they're changeable, they're unstable. But he says our God is faithful. He's faithful to his promise. He's faithful to his people. And he gives us spiritual gifts. And we need to remain faithful to who he is to the end. And because God is faithful, we can have faith in God. He's the very one who's called us into communion, into that fellowship with who he is. And we come into that relationship or we come into that place through this habit of prayer. We find this communion with God. And prayer simply is how we learn to walk with God. That's, that's what changes us. And when Jesus went into the temple that we just read and he overturned those tables, he was confronting the money changers and, and he was dealing with the fact they were profiting on sacrifices that were being made to God. And, and, and Jesus winds up quoting in, in, in John's gospel, and I'm going to read this from Mark's gospel. He quotes from Isaiah and in Mark eleven seventeen, he says, My house shall be called a house of what, church? A house of prayer, for prayer for all nations. But you have made it into a den of thieves. And instead of finding prayer in the temple, what he found was materialism, extortion, and oppression was going on. And he confronted those very things. And just as the temple is part of, where we come to worship, so too are we a temple. So too are we a temple set apart for God as that place for prayer. And 1 Corinthians 3.16 says, Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? So if that's true in this relationship that we're called to with him, 
Wouldn't it make sense for us to allow Jesus into our hearts to overturn some tables? Not just in the place that's set apart for worship where we come, but also to us personally into our life, that he would turn those things over in our heart. And when we come into our relationship with who he is, that's what he's doing. We're allowing him into our lives, into our heart, so that he could turn over those things that kept us from him, that didn't allow him into that place. And we need to make our life, we need to make our house, we need to make our church a place of prayer. Brother Lawrence, a 17th century Carmelite monk who was both a soldier and a servant. And it was at age 55 that he, he entered into a, a life with the Carmelites. And he became this monk. And he discovered this deeper meaning of being in communion with God. And there's a great book that I encourage you to pick up. It's called Practicing the Presence of God. And what that is, it's a compilation of letters that he wrote that they took together and put into this book of, of what Brother Lawrence discovered. And he discovered that we could worship God throughout the day and that, that it was just the same as if we were being in church, that we could practice this presence and discover who he is. And Brother Lawrence gives us this definition of prayer, something that we could be reminded of. And he says that we should establish ourselves in a sense of God's presence by continually conversing with him. That we establish ourselves in, in God's presence, that, that it's not just when I come to church that I pray, but that throughout the day and as I go through that day, I'm learning that uh, this rhythm of life and prayer, that I'm walking with the Lord each and every moment of each and every day, that he's present in my life. And prayer is how we establish that way to continue to converse with God, continue to have that relationship, to be in communion with him, to learn to be in his presence. And establishing a habit of prayer, it's not an activity, it's a way of life. It's a way of life for a Christian, for one who's following after Christ. And we have already determined the, the why we should pray. But now we have to determine the when, the where, and the how to make it a habit, to begin to put it into our lives. This is where we begin to now apply this new habit and make this change and that we can begin to have that walk with the Lord each and every day, that relationship with the Lord each and every day in that habit of prayer. So I want to give you four steps on how to pray. Four things. First thing that you have to do is determine when you will pray. You have to acknowledge the when. It's so important. And what I can tell you is for the when, it has to be the first thing in the day. And the reason I know that is by failing at it miserably. That if I try to put prayer and catch up at the end of the day, some reason I never catch up. But by making prayer the first thing, when, What's the timestamp? What's that place I'm going to put in my daily calendar? Where will I, I insert that time to be with God? And I know that there's something that happens in that first time of the day, before all the other distractions, for my own disciplines of prayer and putting that into my life. I've had to set it up as first thing, that I don't check all the other things, that I don't turn any electronics on or, or I, don't, I don't turn or check any messages. I don't do anything, but, but I've determined in the first time, the first beginning of my day, whatever hour that is, that's where I begin with God. And I allow him in that first Thing, the first way that is the best way for me and the best way for us to not delay. And that we set that time. 
each day. And we begin that process. And we begin to grow as a result of, of putting that thing first. And we make it simple. We make it simple by saying where you will pray. So I set that time and then I make it simple. Where, and it might sound crazy, but you've got to pick a place to pray. You've got to create a destination. For many, they have what's called a prayer chair. And there's a place that you go to pray. I have one of those. And although it's getting worn out and, 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 and passing on in the years, I don't know if I'll ever get rid of that chair because I've heard God in that chair. I'm beginning to think it's something about the chair that is having this transformation in my life as a result of prayer. But what happens was determining that, that place, that destination, and making that important that each time I will go to that same place because I know that if I create that habit that I'm going to continue to meet God in that place. And wherever your place would be, wherever you would want to determine that spot, but then you begin to make that the place where you're going to meet with God, to go be in communion with God, to go hear the voice of God. That becomes the place. The third is the how. How to pray. And We've given um, different ways that you could participate in that. One of the ways that we have is, is for daily prayer, that you can go to our app, and if you download the Intercessor Church app and you click on the daily prayer, it'll give you that opportunity to just begin there, and, and uh, it'll begin to lead you through readings for the day, and then it'll give you an opportunity to pray, and it'll help begin to form that new habit on how. How will I do that? We've also applied these five habit guides that are also there that you can begin to now craft and, and make that new habit of prayer. You could do things like just read a psalm a day. You could read a proverb a day. It doesn't matter. Just wherever you jump in to begin that place, but you're already determining the how and what you're going to do and begin to have that meeting with the Lord every day. Simplify the how. Give thanks as a result of simplifying the how. Don't complicate that, but begin to simplify it. And, and maybe it's just a matter of, 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 of stopping in that moment, picking the time, knowing the place, and you say, Lord, today I'm just going to give you thanks for all you're doing right now in this moment, all you've done yesterday and the days before. Give you thanks for who you are. Second is then maybe just pray for others and those around you and who, who might need uh, uh, to know him in the way that you've come to know him. And you just begin with that prayer for others. Third thing is then you begin to pray for yourself. Begin to put those things before the Lord. Fourth thing you need to be reminded of is don't quit no matter what. Don't quit prayer. Don't quit. If you miss a day of prayer or two, start over. That we don't quit. That life is busy and, and, and all these things are happening around us, we, we start again. If I'm not feeling something that's happening in the midst of that time, it doesn't matter. I keep pressing into God. And you know what happens when we press into God? He's present and we begin to be changed as a result of us pressing in. When we pray, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what's going on around us, but it's giving us this time that's set apart to be with the Lord. And it doesn't mean when we pray that we won't maybe have these trials. Prayer is the thing that actually gets us through the trials. Prayer's that very thing that will walk us through. Prayer is what revives the heart. 
It's how we begin to deal with things in our life of fear and anxiousness, uncertainty. It's how we begin to deal with things like shame or unforgiveness. Prayer is a place where that will begin to be worked out because we're coming into this fellowship, into this communion with God, and we're meeting him in that place, and he's the one who brings that relief. He's the one who enters in in a way and begins to take those things that have kept us from being in that relationship or that place where he's at. The reason we pray is not to bend God to our will, but it's to discover his will for our life. That's why we pray. And when we make prayer into this regular habit that we do, we'll discover that as we make it a habit, we'll discover that, that our prayer life is, is a way that transforms us and it, it gives life as a result of it. One of the things that you should do is make a prayer list. Because if you don't have a prayer list, you won't have a prayer life. The reality is, what are the things that I want to put before the Lord and, and that I will make it a point to come to him and those things that I'll pray for? Plus, it helps when others might say, would you pray for me? And you quickly write that down so you're reminded of those things that you can pray for. What I can tell you is that when it comes to prayer and you're thinking of, 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 of something going on in your life in that moment, pray then, instantly. Apply a way that you could just write in that moment. If someone asked you, hey, would you pray for me? You say, yeah, I'll pray for you right now. Let's pray. And let's meet with the Lord right now. And what happens is we begin to learn to walk with God in this life of prayer. See, prayer is the key that opens up the door to a right relationship with God. That's the key. That's what happens. That's, that's what begins to transform us. And it's so important that we establish this habit of prayer. It's so important that we begin to make it a point to meet God each day. And then we'll begin to discover that the more we pray, the more that we're transformed and changed. The more time we spend with the Lord, the more we'll become like the Lord in that transformation. And he invites us to this holy place, this incredible place that he invites us in. And it's so important that we begin to form this habit of prayer. I just want to share with you my ups and downs over the years of learning how to pray. And often when you're following a routine of prayer, what will happen, especially if it's new to you, you'll begin, you'll have one good day, and then you'll forget. And then you begin again, and what I can promise you is that you're not falling behind in anything. Just like creating any new habit, it takes that simplicity of, of making it a point to do it, then it takes that routine of daily, of each day I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come again. And when I've missed it, it's okay. I just get started again and meet him again. But what happens is, is over the time of that new habit being shaped and formed, of spending time with the Lord in prayer, that we're, we're being changed and they're like building blocks in our life. And it's creating this foundation of a relationship with who he is. And it's transforming us as we go forward. So we keep moving forward. And we keep moving to a deeper understanding of who he is as we come to that place of prayer. It's essential to begin to form that habit as a Christian. As one who's going to be a disciple of Christ that we have to come and then there comes a point when we begin to make this new habit. We don't know how to live life without prayer. That we see that is so essential 
how we come before the Lord and how we worship him and, and need of him in our life each and every day. And I know for my own self, the, one of the reasons I need him each and every day is because each and every day I leak. My spiritual life leaks that I'm distracted by the noise around me and the things in the world. And then yet I can come back to that place and meet him there. So important that we be shaped and formed as a result of who he is and putting on this habit of prayer. This Wednesday coming up on March 10th at 7 o'clock, I hope that you'll join me. We're going to have a webinar. And we're going to look at more in-depth of, of, of building that habit of prayer or these habits and how we can begin to apply them. And we're going to guide you through how you can practically do the when, the where, the how. We know the why, but how we can do the when, the where, the how. And then we're actually going to talk about th this habit stacking. And how it begins to build momentum in our life. And as a result of that momentum that gets built up, there's a transformation, a great spiritual change that happens as a result of us. That your life will be renewed as a result of us, a result of that. So I do hope you will join me next Wednesday. Uh, you can look to our website or the app or an email that will be going out with specific directions to join us. And let today be the start of that new habit of prayer in your life. Amen? Let's pray. Father, we know that you call us to that place of communion with you. And we know that it's in prayer that, Lord, we are changed and we grow into who you are. That we, we get your heart, Lord, that, that begins to change us. So, Father, we ask you help us as we build these habits into our life and particularly for, Lord, this time. As difficult as things might be, how more important it is for us to rest in you and be in that right relationship with you. Now, maybe you've been walking with the Lord for a while and some habits have fell to the wayside and you've somehow allowed things to distance that relationship with the Lord. There's a need to renew that right relationship. Or maybe you're, you're watching for the first time and you haven't asked the Lord into your life into your heart that way. You haven't made that connection yet. What I'd like to do is, as we're praying right now, is give you an opportunity to allow him in that place. Maybe you can pray and ask the Lord to help shape and form that habit, that he'll teach you how to pray. Or maybe you could just begin to ask him in to make that connection of who he is in your life and begin to follow a life with him. So if you'd like to pray with me to know him in that way, just repeat this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I need you. I thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I open the door of my heart and I ask you to come in. Take control of my life and make me the person that you want me to be. It's in your precious name I pray. Amen. Now, if you prayed with me for the first time, what I want you to do is let us know in the campus. Uh, there'll be some information that comes up right now. If you're watching on another platform, you could email us at intercessorchurch.com because what we want to do is connect with you and get you on that pathway of discipleship and all the things that the Lord has in store for his perfect purpose and plan for your life. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you.